Hello, everybody. This is Andrew Pond, Artistic Director of Eclectic Full Contact Theater, welcoming you to this special preview of Order for Vicky by Kiana Cantablu. The next episode on our Half Hour Audio Hour podcast, uploading on March 14th. Order for Vicky is a comedic look at what role, if any, forgiveness plays in moving on from a bad situation, and what happens when you don't pick up your order at a coffee shop. What follows is an interview with the director of Order for Vicky, Clarissa Dahlhauser, talking about the process, how difficult it is to find motivation to create during a pandemic, and looking back nostalgically at the coffee shop office. We hope you enjoy. Uh, so the first question that I have for you is, uh, what what drew you to this project? Um, what drew me to the project was probably the prospect of doing something that I've never done before in the theater world. Um, I love I love a challenge <laughs> mm-hmm. when it comes to directing, especially. But um, this seemed like a, a fun challenge. Um, I also just have really missed theater, to be honest, mm-hmm. and being like between the pandemic and also about to have a baby of my own directing has not really been something I thought would happen for a while. Right. Um, And then this came up and I was absolutely thrilled to just have that open door again, you know? I I, I was also very happy to find out that you were available (laughs) because (laughs) I, I had seen on, on Facebook, the, 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 the posts about the fact that you were about to have a baby and I'm like, yeah, I don't know when she's due. You're getting close. She's due in March. (laughs) Wow. I'm good. We got right in under the wire. We did. It was perfect. Excellent. Wonderful. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad about that. Um, so I, 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 you, you alluded to this answer in your previous one, but I'll, I'll go ahead and ask the, the, the question officially, is this the first audio drama that you've ever directed? And if so, what are, what differences did you really find between this and doing something live? Uh, yes, this is the first audio drama. I, sorry that I answered your question before I knew your question. It's all good. (laughs) It's fine. Um, the differences. Man, there are so many. Um, <laughs> just so it's such a different atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I usually like to spend time on like character development and leading into blocking, and that leads into spatial relationships with like the actors on stage. And mm-hmm. none of that happens with audio drama. <laughs> <laughs> um, the focus is obviously more on portraying your character development through just your vocals, and that's that's definitely a challenge. It's been tough, but fun to explore, too, with the actors. Um, live performances just feel so much like they feed off of the audience energy and reaction, too. So mm-hmm. with with recording and not being live, we just like have to find our give and take and all the energy between ourselves in the middle of the rehearsal room. And that that has been challenging, too, in a fun way, I would say, like I've enjoyed it. Um, but it, it definitely presents a challenge. Um, so this is this is going to be <clears throat> kind of the same, slightly different. What challenges did this project have for you, especially considering the fact that it was being done during a pandemic? <laughs> um, well, I'm I will admit I'm a huge 
introvert. So the pandemic has not been like the worst thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's definitely presented a lot of challenges and a lot of, you right. know, difficulties. Um, but as an introvert, it has been a a little bit nice in other aspects. Mm-hmm. But it, it has been much harder to find artistic inspiration and motivation to work on projects um, like personal or collaborative mm-hmm. Um because even as an introvert, like naturally, I find a lot of my creative energy and my work ethic even are fueled by being outdoors or in public spaces. Um, so like, for example, if I'm working on any project, especially a directing or acting project, I will be in a coffee shop for hours at a time. You will right. always find me at the local <laughs> coffee shop. It could be 3 a.m. It could be 10 p.m with headphones in and a coffee and I'll have five notebooks scattered everywhere. (laughs) Right. I get so much energy from like just the world around me just doing its thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And I am being productive in the middle of it. I love it. But with the pandemic, I can't do that. Right. I've mainly had to like have my creative moments working at home or in a distanced or different space than I'm used to, you know, and that's been hard to kind of navigate that difference with this project, I think. Yeah, I can, I can, I can definitely see that. I was this, I was the same way. It's very, when I'm working at home, my whole problem is like, I'm like, I have other things around here that I can do. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm so distracted. Which is, which, which for a procrastinator like myself is a terrible (laughs) thing. Um, So it's like, no, being in, being in a coffee shop is, is, great because you can't go anywhere i'm so focused exactly Mm -hmm. like that's where i'm at this is my focus there's energy around me i can do what i need to do right and then when that's stripped away you're like oh but should i do laundry yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then i probably do laundry instead yeah yeah good about uh telling stories through this audio only format what 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 are some things that kind of speak to you about it i think i like the extra hard work that goes behind it and the creativity and imagination that has to go behind it Mm -hmm. um while it's also a challenge like i love audio and radio drama because listeners are forced to use their imagination and like Mm -hmm. picture what's going on because they can't see it um (laughs) it's not live theater like they have they hear what we're performing and then they right have to naturally start creating the pictures in their minds to match what they hear Mm. and being responsible as a director or um, even an actor in an audio piece for what those people are like creating their stories off of and their pictures that puts a lot of pressure on (laughs) me as a director or them as actors (laughs) and it's a little bit horrifying (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm like, oh, what if I mess up? Like, what if we direct this scene wrong or not how Mm -hmm. they are picturing it already? I don't know. It presents a whole new challenge. Um, But like I said earlier, I like a good challenge. So I've enjoyed it. Um, But it it is very, it's very different (laughs) to bring the story to life. It's extra work, you know? Right. Um, So... Besides, besides this podcast, mm-hmm. which obviously you are an integral part of, um, if you could guest star on any podcast, what would it be? 
this is going to be a terrible answer. I'm already just going to preface that right away. I don't listen to a ton of podcasts and the ones that I do listen to mainly mm-hmm. are like true crime. <laughs> and man, I hope I am never on one of those. So <laughs> I'm avoiding those like the plague. Um, so to be honest with you, since those are the ones I mostly listen to and I don't want to be a part of any of those. Right. It, w- <laughs> it would probably be with any theater company that's doing a podcast. Be like, there hey, you- <laughs> I'll stick to what I know and not be, you know, on the news for some murder somewhere which happening. Is, which is good. Which is good. Which is it's, great. Yes. It's, you, it, it's, it's a surprisingly common answer. Is it really? Oh, yeah. I feel oh, yeah. way better a, now. A lot of a lot of people. It's a lot of people are like, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, um, and 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 if they do, it's almost invariably true crime. Yep, yep, that's me. And I am it, I am the common people, I suppose. I <laughs> <laughs> Jessica's exactly the same way. She listens. There's like five podcasts she listens to, and they're all true crime. <laughs> and I'm I like, can't help it. They're all talking about the same stuff. They are. They super they're just, are. They're just in various levels of intoxication when they do it. Yes. Um, that's so observant and true. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, apparently what we really needed to do was just to find two people, get them drunk, and have them talking about something. And I that's, would listen to that. That'd be that's fascinating, su- too. That's success. Yeah. Um, excellent. Now, it, I'm, glad, I'm glad to hear that you had said uh, that you spend a lot of times time in coffee shops mm-hmm. as I think most of the theatrical world does uh, or did uh, prior to Wants prior to, to 2020. Yeah. Yes. Um, what is your go-to coffee shop order? I am kind of lame. I'm that person that orders like a large, usually very specifically, whatever their large is. I order that. Um, mm-hmm. Iced or blended black coffee with like a pump of, um, like vanilla flavor, and then I just add a bunch of stuff to it myself. Uh, I'm that person. So <laughs> that person, then you're like, oh, can't you be more creative? I mean, I could, but I know what I like, and I know that I like my cold, blackish coffee with a little bit of my own sweetener that I brought in my purse, and just a little bit of that vanilla flavor. But don't, without don't. fail. Don't disparage yourself. See, you're the type of person I want to be behind in line. Yes, that's true. That's a really positive way to look at it. Be- because then you you order your thing, you move out of the way, and then I get to go up and order my. I'd never drink iced coffee, but my my, <laughs> but I'm with you with the with the black coffee. I'm like, just give me a a, a large black coffee. That's all I want. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do the rest. I got yeah. it. I don't need to put it. I, I don't even put anything in it. I just, I'm like, I'm in a coffee <laughs> shop. I'm buying coffee. That's what I'm here for. Um, Sometimes I try to step out of my comfort zone and like, it depends on where I am. If they have like a special going on, right. I'd be like, oh, that sounds cool. Like there's a coffee I, shop I go to and I get like something that's kind of mocha-ish, but then that's it. Then I never chocolate. order anything else but that. There's nothing wrong with chocolate. Man, there is nothing that's, wrong with chocolate. That, that's that's, so that's perfect. That's perfectly all right. Every once in a while, I'll 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 get really kind of bougie and get a, a chai latte. Mm, yeah, and that's. But for the most part, I just like coffee. That's all I want. I'm here for coffee. I will get coffee, and it's yes, basic I, form. 
I don't need your unicorn frappe thing. Mm, no, no. <laughs> That's not going to do it. You can no. have that. I just, uh, it's just terrifying. But, um, <laughs> well, this has gotten, this has gotten very deep into, into uh, caffeine. It was uh, important. Yeah. It is. It is important. It's a it's a it's a cultural touchstone that we have lost thanks to the pandemic. I know. The, I'm so the, sad. The the coffee shop office. Um, <laughs> That's a real thing. Yes. It is. It is a real thing. That is so real. I miss the coffee shop office. It's. I remember walking into coffee shops and just seeing people like, you're 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 in a suit. You're you're like trading stocks yeah. or something. What are you do? Why are you here? Don't you have an office? I like just stare at them and i'm like wow that must be really nice i know it's <laughs> and kind of weird like if you're gonna be here wear some sweatpants i don't know be comfy if you're gonna be you here would, for like six hours i'm gonna you would, you would hunker think. down you would think but, but it's it but it's very it's very interesting that you know this is this is what and it and it's not off topic because considering the fact that order for vicky takes place in a coffee shop it's very on topic. So yeah. it's all it's it's all been cleverly weaved around to make it seem like I knew what I was doing. Yes. Uh, with this very with this clever of you, Andrew. Thank very you. Very clever. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time to do this interview and for and for and for jumping into this crazy project, uh, doing something that you'd never done before, and that we were really kind of hoping was going to work out. Well, happy to do it. Absolutely I thrilled. Thanks for listening to this special preview of Order for Vicky by Kiana Katablu, uploading on March 14th. If you like what you hear and would like to support this podcast directly, you can do so at redcircle.com slash shows slash half dash hour dash audio dash hour. Speaking of coffee, podcasting is hard work and we could all use a little caffeine. So you can also go over to buymeacoffee.com slash EFCT and make a one-time or recurring donation to help keep us all awake long enough to continue making these projects. Also, don't forget to check out all of our other audio drama podcasts, including Deep Shadows, Cluster Bloody Bay, Monocyte, and Throwing Shade. Thanks for listening. And we hope to see you next time.